And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Hi there, everybody. Welcome to Greenlight Reviews, the show where we talk about the movies, and we love doing that. Mm-hmm. I'm Les Roberts. I'm Ann Elder. And today, Ann, we are going to chew on a film called My One and Only. Yes, not the musical. Not the musical, no. This is actually a sort of biography of George Hamilton, the actor from the 50s and 60s. Of course, you remember him from his tan, if nothing else. (laughs) And you and I both knew him. He was a very funny guy. It is. He's a very funny raconteur. This is about his early teen years. He was 15 at the time, set in the 1950s. And it's about his mother, the glamorous Anne Devereaux, leaves her husband, takes her two sons, and sets off driving all over the country, visiting her former beaus, who she hopes will take care of them. Mm -hmm. The mother is played by Renee Zellweger. George, and their last name was Devereaux at the time, is played by a wonderful young actor named Logan Lerman. His brother, Robbie, is played by Mark Rendell, and his father is Kevin Bacon, of all people. There's not much of a plot here because we see Anne bouncing from one ex-boyfriend to another and making very, very bad choices Mm -hmm. as she made a bad choice with her husband. Right, right. She meets Steve Weber. She meets Chris Noth. She meets Eric McCormick. And of course, Kevin Bacon is there too. Right. So there are a lot of people bouncing in and out. And later, she eventually meets and marries Bill Massey, played by David Ketchner. And that marriage lasts couple of minutes, I think. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's basically all that happens in this film. Well, basically, we're talking about a road picture. Definitely. With the three people, the two boys and Anne Devereaux Hamilton. You know, Les, we all know how crucial casting is to a project. You have Brando in Streetcar, Al Pacino in Godfather, Marilyn Monroe in Some Like It Hot, Betty Davis in All About Eve. Betty Davis in everything. <laughs> exactly. But those are examples of how well-suited the actor was to the project and how well they portrayed the role. Once in a while, we have a fairly interesting movie that suffers due to a miscast, and I'm sorry to say, but I think that's what happened with my one and only. I think having a Cupid doll-type actress like Renee Zellweger playing a seductive femme fatale who is rumored to be as beautiful as Hedy Lamarr, Rita Hayworth, Ava Gardner makes about as much sense as, say, casting Arnold Schwarzenegger in the life of Fred Astaire. You just <laughs> can't make that work. i got to think about that for a minute. Okay. Okay. The fact is that Anne Devereaux Hamilton was known around Hollywood as a very great beauty, fading perhaps, but a woman of stature, bearing grace and exquisite charm, not a low-down, frowsy, blousy, bleached blonde dame with a fluttering, southern, idiotic manner that would turn off anybody with half a brain. And that's basically one of the biggest problems with this movie, that as portrayed and depicted by the screenwriter Charlie Peters and Renee Zellweger, Anne Hamilton is a twit. She allows her underage son, George, and we know he's supposed to be 15, to take all of their money by a flashy, big Cadillac and then allows him at age 15 to drive it across country while she prowls looking for a rich husband. I think that not only was Mrs. Hamilton a scheming woman, but she turns out to be something of a dumb cluck. And after a while, you get a little tired of seeing her make one bad choice after another and end up with these guys, each one of whom is a loser with a capital L. She gets robbed several times right under her nose. That's one of the problems with this character. The other problem is that this woman cannot see 
the fault of any guy who is paying attention to her. That automatically makes him a real hot catch. Right. Of course, it turns out that they never are, I think, especially with Chris Noth, who plays a very abusive career army officer. Correct. You know what, Les? I think the reason why she can't see what these men are really made out of and she can't understand or she doesn't really spend any time getting to know her sons is that she is a totally self-involved, egomaniacal woman. She has no interest in anybody else except herself. You know, I really got tired of seeing this woman, her ineptness as a human being. It was just reprehensible, and I felt that that derailed the movie, and it made it a very unpleasant experience for me for almost the entire two hours. Okay. I do think that Renee Zellweger is very much a minus in this film, but Logan Lerman is so good. I thought Mark Rendell, who plays his brother, was excellent with what little he had to do. It was kind of enjoyable to see all these second-level movie stars showing up for five minutes or so and then going away. But they're all depicted as miserable fools. I would think as a man, you would have gotten a little irritated after a while seeing your gender so punished up on the screen. I see that every day when I go to the movies, so it just did not bother me. And although I thought that Renee Zellweger's characterization of Anne derailed the movie a little bit. I think that the movie was, for the most part, well done. I think it's an old-fashioned movie, and I guess I'm an old-fashioned guy, okay. being over the age of 28. I like the scenery, too. You didn't know that, did you? That no, I didn't. I wasn't listening. I was talking about me again. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I was falling into the Anne Devereaux trap. We have to talk about the great props, the sets, the decor, the cars, the costumes. All of that was really top-notch. I like that part. Okay, and even the opening credits, they played 1950s commercial jingles yes. under it. great fun. I got a big kick out of that. Because of all of this, and because I do like George as a person and as a personality, he was never a great actor, I'm going to surprise you here, Anne, oh. and I'm going to give this film a green light. Okay, well, here's my recap. Okay. okay. The unlikable Anne Devereaux pretty much sunk the project for me. It was a most unfortunate bit of miscasting. I like Renee Zellweger. I didn't like her in this film. So after a while, the film kind of lost its, let's take a look back at the 50s decade, everybody. That novel element kind of went out the window. As a result, the movie ended up being a rather unfunny, unpleasant, charm-free story about a forgettable trio of misfits trying to find a little bit of happiness on their way to Hollywood. For me, my one and only gets a red light. You have stabbed me in the back. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, George, because I love you very much. Well, I love you too, George. So one green light for me, one red light from Ann Elder for My One and Only, directed by Richard Luncrane, written by Charlie Peters, and starring Renee Zellweger, Logan Lerman, Kevin Bacon, and a bunch of other people. Okay, this was fun. I hope we have fun the next time we meet here, which we do all the time, because we've got more movies ahead of us. And you and I, whether we like them or we hate them, we always look forward to the movies and then chatting about them. So until that time, my name is Les Roberts. I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight Reviews hope that all of you who are listening will run into us having a wonderful time talking about and enjoying the movies. Hi, I'm Christina Yerling Biro, host of the podcast Pop Culture Confidential. Join me as I go way behind the scenes with some of the most influential people in entertainment and media. 
hear actors such as Succession's Brian Cox talk about his favorite characters to play. There always has to be a mystery. The audience have to be in a situation where they want to know what's going on. Meet studio execs like Pixar chief Pete Docter and learn his secret on how he makes us cry. Emotion is our first language. And so many others who are defining popular culture, from Obama speechwriter David Litt to Top Chef host Padma Lakshmi. We don't often think about food politically, or we don't want to, but it really is. Join me. Search for Pop Culture Confidential wherever you get your podcasts.